0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host, Allie Melnicki, accompanied by Jacob Schrader. How are you doing today, Jacob?
1: I'm doing great. I uh, didn't have a great weekend last weekend in fantasy, but I'm looking to rebound for sure.
0: Yeah, I know we were just talking about this. So for the listeners, I won my league. Uh, well, I won my week, I should say, in my league. Luckily, I survived, even though Alan Robinson pretty much shit the bed his fault totally because he didn't really get targeted but dj moore didn't have a good game for me zach erst didn't do much the niners defense who i thought i was going to get a ton of points for oh my god me too uh, ended up just collapsing but fortunately devontae adams went off justin herbert went off and my running back just did decently behind nick chubb and dalvin cook so it was a decent week i'm looking to rebound this week made some waiver wire pickups so hopefully yeah. those will come through so any waiver wire pickups you had jacob
1: so I had Elijah Mitchell, right? He got hurt. I had um, Keenan Allen; he got hurt too. So I ended up losing. I- I'm not, I'm not feeling bad about my team. I've got Joe Mixon. I've got Leonard Fournette. I got Michael Pittman. I got Clyde Edwards-Helaire. That's an okay core. I'm fine yeah. with that core. Um, but Keenan Allen, you know, he's hurt. Uh, I did pick up Elijah Mitchell, or I mean, I did pick up Jeff Olsen. I'm not going to start him. I actually think this this injury is it's only big for Debo Samuel right. That's Debo's backfield now in, 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 in San Francisco. Um, So I'm hesitant about Jeff Wilson. I really hope he doesn't put up a lot of points because he's going to be on my bench.
0: Um, Yeah. Let's talk about that real quick, because I know I have a lot of people asking me if they should pick up Wilson. And for me, I was like, I think really you should only pick up Jeff Wilson if you have Elijah Mitchell. Like, I don't really think, I think that there's so many hands to feed in that background, that backfield that if Elijah Mitchell isn't there, it's just going to be, Kind of a running back by committee. Don't forget Debo Samuel is mm-hmm. going to get plenty of handoffs. So yeah. Um, so
1: so I just saw an article from Bleacher Report. Actually, it's Clutch Points. It says we will go with the hot hand. Says Kyle Shanahan when he talks about running back plans. So you know Jeff Wilson isn't the surefire starter. Jeff Wilson's not like some crazy talent. My, Liza Mitchell is good, right? Yeah, he gets hurt too much, but he runs the ball like crazy. Um, you know they're going to go with whoever's getting them yards. It could be Wilson. I don't think it's going to be Wilson. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of Debo. I think it'll be someone else too, um, potentially. Right? They may sign someone. They may trade for you know. I don't think they're going to trade for anybody, but I wouldn't put too much too much weight on Jeff Wilson to carry the running back load in, in, in San Francisco.
0: No, and and that's kind of like a pickup. Like I said, if um, you, you got to handcuff it, if it's if you do have Elijah Mitchell, he was probably the top running back to get off of waivers in most leagues. Um, mm-hmm. I think too many rookies really stood out, and we yeah. that you would go and get. But... I will say
1: it might be a good time to try to trade both of them. That's actually the, the 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 most recent text I just sent to our group chat is, "Hey, I need a wide receiver. Anybody trying to pick up uh, Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell? Um, you know, someone is going to fall for it because they're the starting running back, and and Jeff Wilson has a solid projection for this week. So if you are going to trade him, trade him soon. Um, wh- what do you think you could get for Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell?
0: Mm, I don't know. It depends what everyone else is." Teams, you know, are looking like uh, I, I'm. I wasn't big on on Elijah Mitchell to start the season, just because I'm not huge on really just any San Francisco's running backs, because I know that it's like I said, it's it's kind of like a backfield by committee, and Elijah Mitchell gets hurt a lot, so I really wasn't
1: trusting yeah. him. So I didn't really think about it to be honest. Um, I drafted a lot of running backs this year, and it's honestly, it, it may do well for me. Cause I have a solid, I got two more solid backs on my bench, right? I got, um, the, one of the Patriot starters with the last name Pierce. I can't remember what his first name is. And then I have, um, Melvin Gordon. So I'm really thin at wide receiver. I'm starting Allen Robinson this week. I don't feel great about it. I feel okay about it because Atlanta, you know, the, the Rams could put up 40 points this weekend and they just might, cause they're going to play a little pissed off. Um, but, you know, I'm definitely happy on, on running backs. But running backs get hurt more than wide receivers, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident. I didn't really make any too drastic things. I did actually drop the Niners defense because even though they're going against the Seahawks, I just don't – you know, the rest of the year – They're really just, they have a hard schedule coming up. And in my league, the Rams defense actually was available. And that's my strategy once the season starts is to stream defenses. So I really like the Rams going up against Atlanta. I know Atlanta put up some points against New Orleans. They're not going to do that this week against the Rams. The Rams have had plenty of days off, 10 days in between the Thursday night game, the Sunday game. They're mad. They had to hear critics all week. So I think they really shut down the Falcons. So that was my big pickup.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to start the Niners this week. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do after that. It's a good point. I would say, actually, the, the Eagles defense is always kind of a good one. Uh, they did get blown out last week, though. Um, I don't know. It's a good point, though, that the 49ers really – you know, surprisingly, in my league, the Vikings are are available. Um, really? That's actually that's, that's – I'll look at that one because they're going to play uh, the Bears. That's an auto, auto start. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll think about it more.
0: Yeah, let's get right into the, the week two stardom sit who we like. So, you know, let's start with quarterbacks. For me, Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, and Matt Stafford are all stardom for a week. I think Jameis Winston is going to have a great game versus the Bucks. Did you know that the Bucs – I mean, I mean, the Saints have had the Bucs numbers. I think the Saints beat the Bucs four of the last five times they faced them, with Tom Brady that is.
1: Yeah. It's, I remember a couple of years ago that they beat him, and it was like, what? Didn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, and let's not forget, last season, the game against the Bucs was the game that Jameis Winston got injured, and it ended his entire season. So I think he comes into this game – and he really has something to prove. You know, he's he's not gonna be happy that Tom Brady, his and his former team ended his season last year. I think we saw the Jameis Winston that we're gonna see more of in the second half against the Falcons last week, where he was just phenomenal. He came back, they were down two scores. He connected with Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas looks like he's back. So I really like Winston to start. Kirk Cousins is another one. He did pretty good, not great against the Packers. He didn't have to do much because the Packers offense was just anemic the whole time, but against the Eagles, we just saw the Eagles surrender 35 mm-hmm. points to Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. So yeah. I Kurt cousins with Justin Jefferson and Adam, Adam Thielen will have a monster game against that Philadelphia secondary. And don't yeah. forget Philadelphia just had their big pass rusher, their defensive end Barnett. He's out for the year now. So their pass rush is going to be severely limited now. And that's then- crazy. What,
1: what happened to him?
0: He, I forget the. I think he tore his ACL, but they just announced the other day he's going to be out for the season. So that's a big blow to their defense.
1: Do we know what the the issue was is with uh, T.J. Watt is?
0: So T.J. Watt with the
1: Steelers. oh, peck. so so they placed him on ER with a peck injury.
0: Okay, so he is out because I know he was. It was he was getting a second opinion. I haven't seen the latest news.
1: Because his brother had that issue a bunch. Remember J.J. Watt? He, tore, JJ. he, tore, he used to tear, tear his pec. I think he tore his pec twice. Yeah. Maybe it was bicep too, but but he's always tearing those upper body muscles.
0: Yeah, I think they need to fire their trainer or something.
1: Well, but, I think yeah. maybe it could just be genetic, right? True. I'm going to guess the, the Watt brothers pack about as much strength as they possibly can into their frames. That's true. Um, it's got to be unbelievable when, when two of your kids are the best two linemen in recent years in NFL history, right? right? I, I guess I'm forgetting Aaron Donald. But it, it's got to be crazy. You know, imagine if those parents never played sports. That'd be pretty funny.
0: Right. I think they come from like a family of like sports things. Yeah. But, yeah. And then my third one, obviously you, I think you have the same one is I like Matt Stafford this week. I really like the Rams to bounce back against the Bills. They have a favorable matchup against the Falcons. So I those are my three stardoms. Uh, what about you?
1: Yeah. So I put Carson Wentz. I'm actually a big Carson Wentz fan. And the... Commanders have a good offense, right? Antonio Gibson is a solid running back, right? He's actually someone I'm targeting to, to try to stab, take a stab out and get. I don't really need running backs, but if, if I did, you know, he's, he's big in PPR leagues for sure. And, and Wentz, just, Wentz is not a bad quarterback, right? That rumor, you know, maybe he doesn't do well in, in high-pressure situations, but we're talking about fantasy football here. We're not talking about whether the commander is going to win the playoffs. I really think Carson Wentz is going to have a good year. Uh, and it's off to a good note, right? He's a guy that, you know, he, he, Carson Wentz plays off of the moment, momentum he gets. Right. I expect him to follow suit with what he did last week. I don't think the the commanders are playing an especially good team. Uh, I can check on that.
0: They have the lions this week.
1: Yeah. And the lions are, are certainly not a good defensive team. Lions are a really bad defensive team. Actually. Um, you know, I, I definitely looked at that before I picked him. I just, you know, I, I don't have all the the games in my head automatically, I like Carson Wentz a lot. Um, you know, they get you know Curtis Samuel's good, Terry McLaurin's good. Jahan Dotson is fucking disgusting. I mean, I told you this at the beginning before the season started. I think Jahan Watson is going to be the best rookie wide receiver, right? Every highlight video I watch, I don't watch to see you know whether they make spectacular catches. All you need to look at is how open they are. And Jahan Watson, it, it has three yards of separation on every defensive back, right? That's the that's the kind of mental awareness that scales the NFL. Can he beat zone coverage? And he can. You know what else he can do? He can score touchdowns, right? He's got hands. He's got body control. I think Jahan Watson is an all-pro. You know, he's a rookie. I'm not really looking to to start him in my lineup because they have three other solid receivers, but Carson Wentz is going to benefit from Jahan Watson big time.
0: Yeah, I can't argue with that one right there. I'm not a huge Carson Wentz fan, but they do have a favorable matchup this week against Detroit. I think that's a solid play right there. We just saw Detroit give up thirty-eight points. Yeah, to Philadelphia. I mean,
1: Eagles. Car- Carson Wentz—he's a ginger and he smiles all the time. I can't not like
0: him. <laughs> well, he you know, loves really God can't. too.
1: Yeah, you know, he, I'm he a Catholic, he just, so we like that. Yeah, you know, I—I—I I, I like Carson Wentz. It's—you uh, know—I had two really good friends in college who were Eagles fans, who were you know Carson Wentz truthers, <laughs> and you know even bigger fans of Nick Foles. And I went to college in Boston. So it was awesome. I was rooting for the Eagles to win that Super Bowl because everyone else besides them was uh was rooting for the Pats. Oh, yeah. uh, next up, next up, I got Derek Carr. Right, I think he's gonna come back with vengeance. I think uh, he, he he answered pretty quickly whether it was gonna be a problem or, or whether um, Devonte Adams was gonna fit into the mix well. Uh, and it's pretty pretty clear that Derek Carr is gonna throw the ball to to him a lot. Right, he's playing Arizona. Arizona just got shelled by the Chiefs. And Arizona could put up points. Raiders don't have an especially good defense. Um, It's going to be, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think Derek Carr is going to throw some touchdowns. I mean, I think it it may be clear that Devontae Adams was underdrafted a little bit, right? People may have underestimated the fact that these two went to college together, right? There was a a really powerful blog that was written about how they almost died together in a car crash. I mean, these are, these are boys uh, and, and they played like it last week. The Raiders didn't win um it must have must have sucked because you know they played okay and they didn't win they made it close to the end I didn't watch the end of the game but you know Derek Carr can put up points he can throw the ball he can throw the ball deep um you're gonna you're probably gonna see Renfro get involved more he was really not involved but he's good right um Waller is still there Josh Jacobs he's good he doesn't get a lot of touches but he's good I, I just think Derek Carr can put up some points against the Cardinals yeah
0: I like Derek Carr right there he did throw three interceptions last week but I think that was an anomaly I think he's gonna have his games where he performs poorly like that you know a three interception game but one thing about Derek Carr because I have followed his career he does bounce back and he bounces back well and I think playing in front of their home crowd in Vegas it's gonna be loud in there he's gonna have plenty of support around him I think he does have a phenomenal game. You know, the Cardinals, they have their own issues. They just gave up 44 points to the Chiefs. So Carr's going gonna to put up points. That's a good start.
1: Yeah, and then last up, I got my boy. I picked him last week just because I really wanted him to have a good game. Uh, it was clear that the Buffalo Bills are, are really disgusting at football, uh, and they're the team to beat now. But Stafford will bounce back this week, right? The, the Rams, they're still a good team. Um, they're playing Atlanta, who is still a bad team. Leta um, played okay last week, but you know Stafford will put up three touchdowns. The Rams will put up 35 points. I'm not worried this week. Uh, I'm realizing now it was a lot more fun to be a, a Stafford truther when he was on the Lions because any game we could win, any game we could lose, every game was interesting. Right, this game it'll be a blowout most likely, and there'll be a few of those this year. You know, I'll take the Super Bowl, but you know, on a week-to-week basis, it was more interesting to be a Lions fan than a Rams fan. And yes, I did make that transition only because of Matthew Stafford. For people wondering.
0: We know you love your Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that's why I I included him in the stardom this week because I know some people are a little skeptical because he did have a poor game last week. Listen, Sean McVay is great at making adjustments and he's going to sit Stafford down. You know, you can't just target Cooper Cup. You have more receivers on the field. You have to get Allen Robinson in the game more. You have to get your other receivers in the game more. I think that Allen Robinson, we're going to get to wide receivers in a second, but I think he is going to target Allen Robinson a lot more. He's going to create more separation for Cup because even if you watch the game last week against the Bills, Jacob, Cup made a lot of reception, but they were a lot of just short, you know, you know, short plays. They weren't like there's these long 20-plus yard plays. They were a lot of quick dump-offs to him. And I don't know if the Bills were playing more of like a cover-two defense and just were taking the long ball away or if they had a game plan. But-,
1: but the pass rush, too. The pass rush killed Stafford, right? Von Miller, oh, no yeah. joke.
0: I mean, if there was anything, they're definitely missing Andrew Whitworth at, on their offensive line because Stafford didn't have a ton of time. I well, was Stafford surprised- was kind of getting bullied. Yeah. And I was surprised they didn't take a few more shots downfield, you know, just to try it because, don't forget, the Bills were playing with some rookie cornerbacks because Taddeus yeah. White was out. But, you know,
1: yeah, the Rams look lost in that game, to be completely honest. They didn't they didn't look like a competitive team against the Bills. Right. Not no, at all.
0: And, you know, Sean McVay is going to light a fire. Like I said, they're, he's going to light a fire under their ass. They're going to come out. They're going to be just so powerful. So overbearing. That's why I'm You're getting me
1: fucking hyped. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah. So Stafford, definitely a good start. So let's transition to the sit I have Baker Mayfield. I know he's going up against my New York Giants, who we had a big win against Tennessee. I think, you know, I watched him last week against the Browns. That was one of my top plays. I really thought the Panthers were going to destroy the Browns. I shouldn't say destroy. I thought they were going to win pretty comfortably against the Browns. I thought Baker was going to come out firing against his old team, really show it to them why he, he shouldn't have traded him. But he struggled mightily in the first half. I mean, he threw a couple interceptions. He looked like he didn't have chemistry with DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson. I don't know why they weren't getting Christian McCaffrey into the game more. But this crazy. week against the Giants, I don't think it's going to be much better. I think that our pass rush is a lot stiffer than you're gonna. Then maybe we'll think maybe it's not to the Browns level. But I think that in order for the Panthers to win, they're going to have to get McCaffrey the ball more. So I think the game's going to transition more about running than throwing. So I would say away from Baker. Mitch Trubisky another one of my situms. I know he had a pretty good game against the Bengals last week. That was an anomaly. They're going to go up against the Patriots this week. Bill Belichick's going to be ready. I think they're going to shut him down. And Marcus Mariota is my other stidom. You know, he did have a good a good game against the Saints, but that was a one-off. The The Falcons are in a rebuilding year. They're just waiting to get Desmond Ritter in the game. You know, if they struggle, you could see their rookie quarterback, Desmond Ritter, in the game before sooner rather than later. So those three are my stidoms. How about you?
1: Yeah, so I have Ryan Tannehill. Right, I would say there's no person in the NFL I dislike more than Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I don't like the way he carries himself. Okay. He's the opposite of Carson Wentz. I don't ever see this dude smiling. And when I'm watching football, you know, I like you know, I like seeing these guys happy. Uh, it's a tough sport out there, and and they should be having fun. Uh, I don't like him. I don't like the Titans. I don't like anything about his situation. Um, who are they playing this week? I can I can double check it right now. Uh, they They're got playing the. Bills. the they got yeah, the Bills. exactly. Right. That's that's why I put him in here. Just a double whammy. Uh, he's gonna. I really hope he, you know, I don't want to say I hope, but I, I don't think he's going to be starter uh, by week eight, week 10. Uh, you know, if, if the Titans are out of playoff contention, he's gone, right? And he may actually, this may be the last year of his career because he's not a guy who's going to cheap, take cheap money. Uh, and I don't know, is he really a starter? He, he, you know, he did do big things in Tennessee, right. right? He did actually turn that franchise around a little bit. Was it really him? I don't know, um, but he got a lot of the credit and he certainly did a good job for a while there. Um, I think is his offseason comments about Malik Willis may bite him in the ass, right? That happens a lot. You know, when you make comments like that, it it alters your perspective and it alters everyone else's perspective around you. Uh, And those things can be powerful. So I don't like him one bit. I don't like him this year. I don't like him in this game. Uh, Next up is Aaron Rodgers, right? Jesus Christ. Aaron Rodgers was horrible. uh, And and the entire Packers offense was bad, right? Are the Bears a good defensive team? Maybe. I, I don't think so. Right. I I don't really think so at all, but I just, you know, if Alan Lazard isn't back, I could see him struggle again. Right. I'm not saying, you know, this is not my, in my, you know, I'm not going all all in on this pick, but I just don't think we're going to see three touchdowns, no picks from Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have the receivers to make that happen. Right. He's always had a receiver and he has no receivers. Now he literally has nobody who makes a difference. You know, he has nobody if, – if receivers had a war stat like they do in baseball, every receiver on his team would have a negative war, right? War means wins above replacement. He has below average receivers on on the outside, on the inside, at the tight end position. You know, Aaron Jones is okay. He may be a little bit old now. He didn't do anything last week for sure. Um, and maybe Chicago's defense is better than we think, right? Maybe it's – it. maybe it uh, – you know, I don't know where they're playing. They're, play, they're playing in Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. Um, so – You know, if if you don't have a good alternative, you're probably going to have to start Rodgers. But if you have someone else like Joe Burrow, like Russell Wilson, like Stafford, like Trey Lance, I would start them. I don't know about Trey Lance, but everyone else. Uh, And last up is Janus. I
0: actually like Rodgers this week because, you know, whether or not Alan Lazard is back, he's going to be playing in Green Bay. They're going to be playing against the Bears. He tends to step it up against the Bears just because he doesn't like the Bears. The Bears do have a bad defense. It looked like they had a good defense because they played in a monsoon last week against the <clears throat> and the Niners really just couldn't do anything. I actually think that Aaron Rodgers comes out and has a good game. You know, I don't know about his rookie receivers, but I think he utilizes some of his veterans a lot more, Sammy Watkins, uh Randall Cobb. I think he gets I think even they put Aaron Jones a little more in the receiving game and have AJ Dillon run. So I actually like Aaron Rodgers. I don't love Aaron Rodgers, but I like him to start. I wouldn't sit him if he's like your only option, but like Jacob said, if you have better options, then definitely go against, you know, go use your other options. So that's just Mm -hmm. my opinion though.
1: Yeah. And then I guess we disagree a little bit on Jameis. Right. Right. Um, You know, I I don't, I don't think he's going to throw for a ton of yards this game. I don't think he's, I think he's going to throw a pick. Uh, I think he's probably going to throw a pick pretty much every game this season. You know, I, I don't know. I love Jameis to death. There's no one, you know, when I see a video on Instagram and Jameis Winston's face is in it, I watch it an average of three times, right? I can tell you that. Um, but I can't say I, I really believe in him from a, a football perspective. He hasn't proved that to me. Yeah, he had that crazy five-touchdown game. Yeah, he's he's an electric guy. He's an electric athlete. He shows it sometimes, but he does not show it all the time. And, you know, with a team with the Tom Brady mentality, uh, I've been watching Man in the Arena on Disney+. Plus. It's awesome if, if you guys want to check it out. It's a little Tom Brady documentary that goes – way back to, like, 2000 and whatever when he started. But I just don't see Jameis Winston continuing that streak. I think the Bucks, you know, they know it's Tom Brady's last year. They're not messing around. I don't know. You know, how is the Bucks defense? Is that a good defense or, or, or not anymore?
0: So it used to be, but they lost a lot in the offseason. They lost their number one safety, Jordan Whitehead. He went to the Jets, I believe. They don't have an Adam Suh anymore. They don't have Jason, Pierre, Paul. So they did lose a lot of key guys.
1: Well, what happened to JVP?
0: uh he they just he's still a free agent actually they just never tendered him so he's still out there so they they're you know their pass rush isn't as potent they looked good against the cowboys but i don't put a lot of stock because i'm not high on the cowboys right now especially even with Dak prescott before he was injured i wasn't too high so the bucks you know they're a good defense they're definitely not as good as last year i think that without their safety jordan whitehead they could, you know, Jameis Winston could exploit that, you know, get the secondary. Michael Thomas could be running downfield a lot. Yeah. I love Winston this week. I really do. I think, you know, he's good. He's going to throw an interception. He usually does, but hmm. he could definitely come back and have a three touchdown game along with that.
1: Well, it's going to be a game that I think we'll both watch for sure. So, oh, definitely. We'll
0: so let's move on to running backs. So start him this week. I have Javante Williams of the Broncos because, you know, I know he's going to split carries with Melvin Gordon. We saw that in Monday night's game. Javante Williams did have a goal line fumble along with Melvin Gordon. But the thing that does separate Williams from Gordon is Williams is going to go out and make catches. He had 11 catches last week against the Seahawks. That That's amazing just for a running back to have 11 catches. He didn't have a great, you know, rushing game, but he's going to get the catches. And now the Broncos are going to play the Houston Texans, who have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league and and they're playing in Denver. I think that the Broncos are going to u- utilize the run game a lot more and take advantage of that. And then I think they are going to stick with the short passes that seem to work well for them last week, instead of airing it out deep to Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. So mm-hmm. my starts Daryl Henderson of the Rams cam Akers. I don't, you know, I, he was in my sit him last week and I hope people listened to me and did sit him. Cause he got zero fantasy points. I I just don't, I think Cam Akers is in the doghouse with the Rams. I think this is Henderson's, this is Henderson's team at running back. And again, against the Falcons, they're going to take a lead. They're going to be up big. They're going to end up running the ball more to say, you know, to cut down on to make the time run, keep the clock going. So I like Henderson and I actually like James Robinson of the Jaguars this week. He, you know, people forget about him and he came out last week, had a, had a touchdown or two. I forget which one but he had a very solid game and a lot of people just relied on Travis Etienne. I was one that was big on Travis Etienne, but it looks like James James Robinson has nowhere to go. They're playing the Colts defense which, you know, even though the Colts do have a good run defense, I think that they end up having a good game. I think that Robinson ends up having a good game. Trevor Lawrence isn't there yet. They're going to have to rely a lot on the run game. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is still in his growing pains, so yeah. my guys
1: I, how you. I I uh, you know your comments about Daryl Henderson are, are really interesting. Right? And I can tell you there was a video that I posted on Instagram where Daryl or where Cam Akers basically decided not to block someone coming right at Stafford. Right? I don't know if you saw that, but he literally saw him decided not to make the block and Stafford got lit up. That there is no way to get yourself on the bench quicker than to do that. And I can guarantee you Cam Akers is not someone who you know, takes that lightly. I don't think it helps him to, to get benched, right? He, he has a big ego. He has a big personality. Um, I think he's sitting for a while, right? I think you're right. Daryl Henderson's a good running back. And, and if, yeah. if you remember, right, Cam Akers really played in the playoffs because Daryl Henderson was hurt, was hurt right? Daryl Henderson was, was hurt and, and kind of never came back to full strength. And, and Cam Akers did okay in the playoffs. He didn't do well by any stretch, of the stretch of the imagination, right? I'm sure he was playing a lot harder and more of a team effort than he did in week one. Um, I don't think you see in the field much. Uh, you know, when they're up a lot, I think they may put him in a little bit. But Daryl Henderson is going to be the, the running back. Daryl Henderson's good, right? He's a he's a good running back. Uh, I like Javante Williams. Um, a little bit worried those receptions are not going to scale, but they they did do that a lot, right? And and Russell Wilson looked to Javante Williams to catch passes. And if he's a, a six to six to eight reception a game type of guy, I mean that is so big for a PPR league running back. Um, you Know it, it may be the case that Wilson is throwing it to him a lot, and if that is the case, he should be a start. Um, so I like that pick. James Robinson, uh, I, I can just say that I really don't like Trevor Lawrence, um, not one bit, not as a player. I hate the commercials, I think he just looks awkward. Um, that's my take. Uh, I don't really have any, I don't have much on James Robinson, but I don't like <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I just I tell you that,
0: either. you know, I just think he's overrated. I think he played in a weak ACC in the in college. Uh, I, you know. Yeah, I don't think he has
1: the right mentality. I think no. he has a pretty boy mentality. I think and he needs to, cu- needs to cut the hair and get a scar on his face, and then maybe he'll win a game.
0: He thinks he's sunshine from Remember the Titans too much, and he's not.
1: I'm so going to guess his teammates fucking hate him. Uh, I'm sorry. They I, I, might. I shouldn't I shouldn't talk so badly about these players. They're in the NFL, and they're, they're doing unbelievable things with their lives, but, you know, I can, you know, the First Amendment is, is made for a reason. It's all good. <laughs> so I like Zeke uh zeke looked better than you would think in that first game he looked fast right he he looked fast he looked compact he didn't look fat uh i think you know they're gonna rely on him like crazy i don't think cooper rush is gonna be that bad right he, cooper rush got a lot of game time maybe two years ago right he didn't do that badly right am i wrong there
0: no he played I i think it was against the vikings a few. Well, did
1: well, remember when when Dak broke his ankle two years ago?
0: Yeah. Well, when he broke his ankle two years ago, a- Andy Dalton took over for him. Oh, okay,
1: okay, okay.
0: Cooper Rush played one game last year against the Vikings, and I think he did decently. I don't think he did great or or bad, but yeah, I that, mean, he's not going to be terrible.
1: That Cowboys game was crazy. I mean, w- w- like the things that must have been going through people's heads before they heard about that Dak Prescott hand injury. I mean, he was so bad. It was unbelievable, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, horrible. He missed wide open receivers eight yards away. Um, you know, it, it, it was just crazy to watch. Like, I love Dak. And I was watching with my dad, and I'm, I was telling him, like, I love this guy. And he just sucked. And I was like, come on, Dak. Like, come on, are you are going to do me like that? Um, but I like Zeke because I think they're going to run the ball. I think they're going to throw the ball to him. Uh, Tony Pollard didn't do much in that first game. Uh, if Zeke's healthy, Zeke's the man. Uh, so I think he's going to be the man this week. Uh, next up is Antonio Gibson, right? I have Carson Wentz. I have Antonio Gibson. They're playing the Lions. I mean, the Lions have a shitty defense. The Lions have a good offense, though. So a high-scoring game is certainly in order. Um, I don't. Uh, there's not much there. I think he's going to catch five, six, seven passes. I think he's going to rush for 80 yards. I think he's going to get a touchdown, and I think that's a solid week if you're an Antonio Gibson owner. <sighs> Sorry, that was uh, a lot take of words. need to take a breath. <laughs> It's pretty easy to get yeah, excited. No, I
0: like the Antonio Gibson start, I really do. He did have a good se- uh, he get, did have a good game last week against the Jaguars. I think again, the Lions they're just they they have a bad defense.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: have a, they have a really good offense, but they have a bad defense. So I think any any guy in Washington's a good start this week.
1: Uh-huh. And then next up is Clyde edwards hilaire Um you know, he did good. He did really good and I read some good articles about how they, the Chiefs changed their scheme around to fit him. Right? I know Isaiah Pacheco came into the game and got six carries and I think ran for like 50 yards late in the game. Yep. But, I think but, but, too. But, but that's not going to happen every game. right? It's clear that Clyde is the starter. It's clear that Clyde gets the goal line reps. It's clear that Clyde can be a third down back. right? Uh, in any game that the Chiefs play that's close, Clyde is going to be a big part of their offense. Right? He may be the biggest beneficiary from this Tyreek Hill trade. I am so happy I drafted him. Uh, I think two touchdowns and and not a lot of touches last weekend is just the start. I think we're going to see eighteen to twenty five touches a game. Hopefully, seven of those are receptions. Um, but I'll take four to five uh, and, and a lot of touchdowns because Mahomes is a fucking beast.
0: Yeah, I think you know I think that is actually a good start this weekend. I wasn't too high on edwards Hilaire before the season, but I do think they're going to utilize him a lot more in the passing game. No Tyreek Hill, you know, Pat Mahomes is going to want to get as many targets as he can, so. I'm right with you on that. I think Edward Toler is a good start tonight against the Chargers, the Chargers defense, you know, while good, not great. So I think that there's going to be a lot of hands to feet and Edward Tolaire is going to get a good brunt of it. So let's move on real quick to the sit um picks. I, I don't think we have to say too much more. Cam Akers is a definite sit. You know, I think a lot of people were just throwing their TV, throwing something at their TVs who drafted Cam Akers and started him last week. I said sit him, so you should have listened to me. But another, I actually have Ezekiel Elliott as one of my sit I know you have him as one of your stardoms, but the, the Cowboys are going up against the Bengals. I think the Bengals, they did a decent job of shutting down Najee Harris last week before he got injured. I think they step it up this week. They're not going to want to lose two games in a row. I think that they're going to pretty much just barrel in and just – stuff Zeke because they know that the Cowboys aren't going to rely on Cooper rush as they would with, with Dak. So they're going to really rush toward the, they're going to increase their pass rush. They're really going to shut down the run game. So I'm not high on Zeke at all this week. And then David Montgomery is my other sit-em for the bears. You know, the, the bears really got lucky beating the Niners last week. It was a monsoon. Trey Lance was terrible. Justin Fields really just had that one lucky 51 yard touchdown pass to, to Pettis where coverage was broken, and I don't know why he was left wide open. But otherwise, the players didn't play good at all. They should have lost that game. The Niners just played terrible. And even in that game, David Montgomery didn't have a good game against the Niners. This week, the Bears have to go up against the Packers, who do have a decent pass rush. I think they do get in the box. I think they do limit both fields as a thrower and then Montgomery rushing. So he's my other sit How about you?
1: Yeah, uh, David Montgomery. I certainly agree on Zeke. I'm standing by. I think he's he's going to be big time with the uh the Dac injury. I got Cam Akers. I got Brees Hall too. Uh, I think people drafted him a little high. Uh, he, you know, you knew Michael Carter could run the ball. You knew he he earned some respect last year on the Jets. Uh, it may be a few weeks and and maybe the whole season before Brees Hall takes over. I know he's that stud athlete that everyone talks about, but there have been a lot of stud athletes in the NFL who amounted to absolutely nothing. Um, there have been quite a few. So, I, you know, I just say you can't trust him yet until you see him get 18 carries for 107 yards and, and four catches in a game and, and, you know, see them start him the next week after that. Uh, that's what I feel about Brees Hall. Last up is Jeff Wilson, right? You know, this injury to Elijah Mitchell, it's beneficial to Debo. Debo is now the 49ers' best receiver. He's now their best running back, and he is going to touch the ball like, I don't know, <laughs> half of the plays that they run. Right. Uh, I really right. feel that way. He's just a fucking beast. Um, he's built like a running back, and he runs like a wide receiver. Um, I, I, I love Debo moving forward. I wish I drafted him, but I think it was smart, given the, the situation that presented itself at the start of the year, not to draft him, but this is fantasy football. Things change. You need to adapt. Uh, I think he's a good trade target, but I don't think Jeff Wilson is necessarily the guy that's going to replace Elijah Mitchell. I think it's going to be a committee. I think it's going to be a lot of Debo. Uh, I don't think Wilson is a starter.
0: Yeah, we talked about this at the beginning of the episode. I'm with you right there on Wilson. And I agree with you on Brees Hall, too. I really like Brees Hall. I think he has a bright future ahead of him with the Jets. I wouldn't necessarily say you drafted him too high yet. I think, though, until Zach Wilson comes back, he's not going to get a fair shot because Flacco is so bad that he he can't even throw. So, so defenses know that. They're going to take away the run game. So Brees Hall's really not getting a fair shot. So until Zach Wilson gets back, I agree. Brees Hall is a definite sit. Let's go to the wide receivers. So, no surprise here. My stardom is Jahan Dotson. I he was one of my stardoms last week. I hope people listen to me because he had such a stellar game last week. I think you start him again. Again, the, the Lions, they don't have a good defense. They don't especially they don't have a good pass defense. You know, AJ Brown just totally destroyed them last week. Jalen Hurts looked like he was a franchise quarterback in that game. He just was phenomenal throwing downfield. The Lions secondary looked like they weren't even playing. So Dotson's one of mine. I'm going to go right back to Allen Robinson. I know I had him as my stardom last week. He let everyone down this week. I think that is a wake-up call. Matt Stafford knows he has to get Robinson more involved. He can't just rely on Cooper Cup. I think he's going to make it a point to target Robinson a lot. And Robinson, he will make those catches. And then my final one is Julio Jones. He actually had a pretty good game in his first game with the Bucks. And I think him and Tom Brady have a lot of good chemistry. Chris Godwin doesn't look like he's going to play. So Julio Jones is going to be the number two guy behind Mike Evans. And we know Brady likes to go to his number two option a lot. Evans is the reliable touchdown guy. But Julio is going to get a ton of looks, a ton of the targets. So those three are my stardoms.
1: Yeah, Julio got a big time and maybe a few goal line uh, targets. Right, He was targeted in the end zone. And I remember looking at the TV, and, and I completely blanked that he was on the, the Bucks. That's why I said start Russell Gage. If I had realized Julio was there, I would have start, said start Julio. Um, but both of those really were predicated on my expectation that, that Godwin was out. Uh, I, I thought that was for sure, but I, I was wrong. Um, my starts are Allen Robinson, Curtis Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Robinson, that's that's pretty clear. Um, he's a good player. He's going to he's gonna get targeted. I, I actually think you, you're right. Stafford is going to make a point to target him. I don't think he's too worried about losing to the Falcons. Um, and 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 he's in my starting lineup, so so I'm taking this to heart. Um, Curtis Samuel is another one, right? Curtis Samuel, what what? Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he drafted with crazy high draft capital maybe a year or two ago?
0: I think last year because yeah, he was drafted. I think he was the number two guy in Washington, so he was drafted pretty high.
1: Um and and he's he did really well, and you know he he also ran the ball, right? So they may actually be building this offense around Curtis Samuel, um, and if that's the case, and I see. Eight, eight carries next week and and six receptions. Um, that's that's a really good sign. He caught a touchdown last week. I think, you know, I, I told you I'm high on wins. I told you that they're playing with the Lions. I, I think it's a big week for Curtis Samuel. Um, next up is Brandon Ayuk, right? Because Debo's moving to the backfield and Kittle is hurt, Brandon Ayuk is the 49ers receiver, and Brandon Ayuk is good, right? He's actually really good, um, really good body control, really fast. Um, just looks cool, right? The 49ers have a cool – Set of uh, running backs, wide receivers, and uh, tight ends. Right, they're all they all just look good and and they run well, and it's it's honestly a fun offense to watch. I root against them exclusively because I'm a Rams fan, but I think i will, will do something big this weekend.
0: Yeah, I like i starting. You know, I'm not high on Trey Lance, but he's going to be their number one guy. I don't know if Kittle's still playing, is scheduled to play or not this week, but I think that the Niners know they need to win this game. Like they they can't go zero two against and have their second loss against the Seahawks. It looks like Jamal Adams will be out for the Seahawks after he hurt. That's their number one guy in the secondary. So they're definitely going to take some shots downfield. So I agree with you. I think Ayuk is a really nice play this week. Same thing. We're both on the same page about Allen Robinson. So let's move to Siddham. My first Siddham, same thing as last week, is Darnell Mooney. I just don't trust anyone on the Bears, and the Bears have to go up against the Packers. The Packers defense isn't going to be happy after losing to the Vikings last week. I think they step it up. Probably Jari Alexander is going to have to be covering Darnell Mooney, take away most of the targets from him. And I don't see Justin Fields hooking up with him downfield. My other sit -um I think is obviously Kenny Galladay. He's on my New York Giants, but let's put, he's just not involved in the passing game at all. I think he only had two catches last week. If anything, if Daniel Jones is going to throw it, it's either going to be to Saquon Barkley, Barkley's just a beast. He's going to get you rushing yards. He's going to get you receiving yards. And he has good chemistry. Daniel Jones with Sterling Shepard. So he's going to be up there. I don't know if Darius Slayton's going to be back. But for me, Kenny Galladay is a definite sit. And then the other one I got is my boy, DJ Moore. I was so high on DJ Moore before the season. Now I'm slowly starting to regret it. I watched the game. It's kind of more or less what we saw Baker Mayfield with the Browns. He just doesn't utilize his wide receivers like he should. There's no reason DJ Moore should have got so little catches as he did so little targets. Baker just seems to just keep looking out at the field and he doesn't seem to follow any of his plays. I, I just wish I really, I really thought into this more even, but I was blind to my, my, like of both Baker Mayfield and DJ Moore. So I think against the New York Giants, DJ Moore's a sit, like I said, I think they're going to utilize Christian McCaffrey a lot more. They're going to pa- try to pound the running game. So D.J. Moore is my final sit. How about you?
1: Yeah, I think D.J. Moore may have benefited a lot last season from the uh, Christian McCaffrey injury, right? You know, Christian McCaffrey being healthy takes probably seven or eight more touches than whatever running back. I mean, maybe even 12 more touches than whatever running back his replacement is going to be. So I actually, you know, I missed that too. I I was pretty high on these guys. Um, But thankfully, I didn't didn't draft them. My sits are Robert Woods. Right, I, I just don't think Tannehill is doing anything against the Bills. Right, Stafford didn't do anything against the Bills. How the hell is Tannehill going to do anything against the Bills? Um, I know Cooper Cup put up some big numbers, but uh, he didn't really put up that big numbers. He had 13 receptions or 12 receptions for 120 yards. Maybe it was 13. Right, that's not crazy. That's like, you know, okay, we need to move the ball a little bit. I guess all of it is going to be to Cooper Cup. Um, I don't think Robert Woods is doing anything this week. He didn't do anything last week, but he got drafted high. Right, he got drafted. I don't know. I think it was under 70. But uh, yeah, next up is Jerry Judy, right? I, I, I don't know about this pick if we're being completely honest and I could be wrong here, right? But, I, I, you know, last weekend, he Jerry Judy dropped some big passes, right? And on the last play of the game, the commentators pointed out that Jerry Judy was open on the last play of the game and Russell Wilson never looked his way, right? right. If you're a guy that's being drafted in the, the 60s or 70s, like, like Judy was. I don't know if that's exact, but it's pretty close. Um, you're supposed to be looked at when the game's on the line. right? And there were a lot of things wrong with how the Broncos played that game. right? I think there's a lot of criticism going around in, in Broncos media this week. But I, I don't know. You know. I think Cortland Sutton is the man there. Uh, I think the tight end he likes a lot more than he likes Judy. And I think uh, Devontae w- Williams, uh, Javontae maybe, uh, I think he's going to take some catches away. So I don't know about Judy. I wouldn't really trust him, especially with that big drop last week. Uh, and the lack of targets after him. Next up is Tyler Lockett. Uh, I like Tyler Lockett as a, a player. I always enjoyed watching him with, with Russell Wilson, but I see him as the odd one out in Seattle. I think I mentioned this earlier, right? It, 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 you're throwing the ball to DK Metcalf. That dude is a fucking beast, right? Tyler Lockett is not a beast. He's a great player, and I think he's a nice guy, and, and that makes me like him. I've seen good things from him. But, you know, this is fantasy football. You, you cannot let your emotions get to you, even though we all do it. That's why we're humans, um, but I just I don't know I don't like Lockett moving forward, um, especially not this week um, against the. Uh, geez, who are they playing?
0: The they they are playing the Niners.
1: Yeah, against the Niners. Okay, so so even better.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think even DK Metcalf this year. I, I'm I was trying to stay away from anyone on Seattle. I think as long as Geno Smith is your quarterback, you know it's not going to work out.
1: Well, well right. Gino did okay. He did okay he last week. okay in
0: the first half. He was good in the first half, but in the second half, he only completed six passes. So oh, okay. He did start out well, but then we saw the Gino Smith we all know and love in yeah. the second half. So I agree with you. If you're on a time.
1: Jets fan, then you hate him.
0: <laughs> That's true. Jerry Judy, you know, he really did let me down. I was so high on him to start the season. I'm not going to totally fade him just yet. I think that Denver going into the game, they had a new offense. They have a new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He got a lot of grief, the head coach, for how he mismanaged that game, especially the last drive that they had where they just botched it and had to settle for a missed 64-yard field goal. So I think we see a lot of Denver's offense against Houston. That's why I'm high in Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. But I think they're going to utilize Russell Wilson, too. I mean, I said it last week when they chose not to go for a fourth or five. How do you trade for Russell Wilson? And don't trust the guy to throw it on fourth and five. I don't understand that. I think that, it, like I said, it was a rookie mistake by a new head coach. I think that he's going to incorporate Judy and Cortland Southern into the game. I wouldn't fade him just yet. Judy does have a favorable matchup against the Texans, though I think their rookie star Derek Singley Jr. is going to be guarding him. So maybe that's the reason why to sit him. But I really like Judy. And Robert Woods, I think he's just – there's no week I would ever see – Starting Robert Woods. I had a conversation with my friend about it last a few days ago, and he was like, "Do I?" drop He wanted to pick someone, up, but he's like, "Do I drop this one? This one or Robert Woods?" I'm like, "Robert Woods. Robert Woods. I don't even think belongs on a fantasy team this year. I don't think any of the t- Titans receivers belong on a fantasy team this year." So that's just my opinion. So I, I agree with. I definitely agree with Robert Woods and Lockett, Judy. I'm not ready to give up on, but let's move really quickly to our tight end position. I know David Njoku didn't do much last week. I like him starting this week. The Browns are playing the Jets. The Jets are terrible. We saw the Ravens just go all over. You know, Lamar Jackson had a field day against them. I think that Jacoby Brissett is going to hook up with his tight end a lot. He's got, you know, Amari Cooper, I think is probably going to have a good game too against the Jets. But I really like David Njoku to get some passes. Jets defense is nowhere near Carolina's defense. Carolina actually has a decent defense. So Njoku is going to get some receptions. Zach Ertz, I think he has a bounce back week this week. I really do. He he didn't look hundred percent last week. They did kind of rush him back, but they were missing so much. They were missing DeAndre Hopkins. They were missing Rondell Moore. So he really had a step in and play. I think another week he's going to have a pretty good, pretty good week against the Raiders. Raiders they, they tend to struggle against some tight ends. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start Zach Ertz again. And then Gerald Everett. I think Everett's going to have a monster game tonight. With Keenan Allen out, then Justin Herbert's really going to have to rely on his tie-in a lot. Mike Williams is going to be there, but he's, you know, you never know what Mike Williams you're going to get. That's why I never draft Mike Williams. One week he'll go eight catches for 200 yards, and next week he'll have two catches for 22 yards. I think he's going to utilize George e- Gerald Everett a lot this game. How about you?
1: And I like Gerald Everett. I actually, I thought he was under-drafted quite a bit. Um... I don't know if he did crazy well last season, but he, he's on the, the the best passing offense in the league. Um, I, I like that pick. Najoku, I mean, geez, I think you remember how high I was on Najoku, but he caught one pass for seven yards last week. I mean, it really is just true. The Browns are the stupidest organization in the history of football. They just paid that guy $58 million to catch one pass for seven yards, and I can guarantee you David Najoku is not a blocking tight end. You don't pay blocking tight ends $58 million over four years. I don't know. It's it's bonkers to me. I actually don't have him anywhere. I, I've kind of lost faith in him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's one week and I I think I said I lost faith in two people and that's too soon. So I haven't lost faith in him, but I did not like that stat line. I didn't watch the game, to be completely honest. Um, but I didn't like that stat line one bit. Uh let me get a mine. Mine are the Denver tight end, Albert. Uh Albert. Oh, I'm okay. not
0: even trying to say his last name. I just say yeah. I just say the Denver tight end.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So that's what I'm doing too. I think Denver tight end. I think Russell Wilson targeted him a bit. He targeted him on the goal line too. Um, and you know, Wilson's always played with good tight ends, right? So it's part of his repertoire. It's part of how he he goes about attacking defenses. I, I like him for the rest of the season. I think he's got a good matchup this week. and He's not cra- playing a crazy good team. Uh, and then I also have Gerald Everett. Um, those are the really the only two tight ends I like. I don't really like Zach Ertz this week. Maybe he's more healthy. Um, if he is, yeah, that that's good. But, uh, you know, Zach Ertz is is he's an old dude, right? He, he doesn't heal overnight that's, like he yeah. used to. So he may be slow week two again. You know, maybe we'll see Zach Ertz uh, week seven be the one we know and love and and the fantasy beast he used to be on the Eagles. I mean, geez. I actually – I used to – I, I, I love Zach Ertz because I drafted him knowing he was going to be unbelievable – and he blew up that year. Um, so I'll always be attached to Zach Ertz. Um and, and finding a sneaky, good fantasy tight end is so satisfying because they're rare, right? There's like yeah. four of them. Uh, you know, Kyle Pitts last year, whoever got him, you know, you, you were not me. Cause I was as far as far away from him as possible. But um yeah yeah that's my thoughts
0: no uh, those are good ones too we'll go quickly to the sit-ems Cole commit again don't like any Bears guy I don't have to say much about this Dawson Dawson Knox is my other sit he was so touchdown reliant last year for the Bills I don't think he duplicates this I think the Bills have too many mouths to feed he didn't really do much against the Rams so he's my other sit and then Noah Phan. I I don't think he did anything maybe a catch or two against the the Broncos, same thing. I don't think Geno Smith hooks up with him. I don't like any receivers on the Seahawks. So those are my guys. How about you? Yeah. Noah
1: Fant was was overdrafted because there's another tight end in Seattle that's catching passes. Right. And and that's not good. When you're splitting time with a tight end, uh, you're you're not you're not really even startable in fantasy football. Right. So I actually think he's downgraded quite a bit. He was good in uh, in Denver, right? He was he yep. was really good. He had like 70 catches last year. Um I have him on my sit list. I got Najoku because, I mean, just what we saw last week, you know, I don't know, but I'm not starting Najoku right after a, a one catch for seven yards performance, um, if you want to call even call it a performance. Uh, and then Cole Komet, right, I, I think we're on the same page about the, the Bears, especially with Justin Fields. I don't hate him. I think actually I like him a lot as a person, and, as a you know, when I see him, I'm like, all right, I, you know, I, I don't mind Justin Fields, but I don't think he's going to be throwing the ball that well this year. Um I think he's going to be running the ball. I think he's going to be doing play actions. I think he he's not a he's not a pocket passer. Uh, and if your quarterback's not a pocket passer, you're not really going to be a great tight end for fantasy. So uh, that's that's my thoughts.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't mind if you sit David Njoku this week. I know that it is taking another chance with him. So if you're not comfortable with it, if there's other option available, definitely go ahead. So I'm not going to disagree to, with that one, even though I have him as my stardom. Let's move on finally to defenses because we do have a few minutes left. And defenses, I like to start San Francisco. Obviously they're facing the Seahawks. I don't think we're going to see much of the Seahawks. Seahawks do have to play on a short week. I never like teams having to play on a short week. I think they go out a little bit lethargic. Green Bay against the Bears. Same thing. I don't think much of the Bears offense. They got lucky in a monsoon against San Francisco. If Justin Fields doesn't make that ridiculous fifty-one 51-yard fluke, pa- fluke pass. I think that they get probably shut out in that game. LA Rams. I told you guys, I picked them up. I think that they completely shut down the Falcons this week. And then the Browns, I think that Cleveland is going to have a good game. They have a great defense, whether or not you believe me, just look at the stats. They they can play shutdown ball behind miles Garrett and the rest of that defensive line. And they're going against the jets who it's, I don't even think the jets score a touchdown in that game, to be honest. I mean, Flacco is that bad. So those are my teams. How about you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like your picks. Um, I'm thinking L.A. Rams, right, which I'm not crazy about. I actually I actually think the Rams defense may be a lot, lot worse than people think. Very top-heavy. And, and they got shelled last weekend, right? They got shelled. And they actually got shelled last season before they added Von Miller. right? They, like, kind of really got shelled. Uh, people forget that, that the Rams defense wasn't that good halfway through the season, right? You know, I don't know what it is. Stafford on the team, they, they think they got to try less or something. But uh, they weren't. They weren't the, the standout unit, unit they were at the end of the season. Next up is the Bengals, right, against the Cowboys. Uh, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Goober um, Rush might throw a pick or two, um, but they're certainly not going to put up crazy points. Uh, they put up, what, three last week against the uh, the Cowboys, against the uh, the Bucks, uh, And then Tampa Bay, right? I, I don't know. I, I guess this isn't actually that great of a pick, considering the, the Bucks have won three straight or four straight, especially with Tom Brady as the starter. So maybe take this one with a grain of salt. Right. there are a lot of defenses out there. Go, go, do your own research. Figure out which ones you want to start. Um, it's it's the least important decision of your fantasy lineup. So have fun with it. Pick a team you want to watch. I don't know. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend sitting uh, sitting Tampa Bay, but you know if you have a better option, start. Well, Memphis, Winston
0: though. Winston is good for a few interceptions, so I won't. Yeah, I think I guess
1: that's what I was thinking.
0: Won't totally knock that. Yeah, so the defenses I like to sit on before we sign off. I think obviously Chicago no brainer. They they made a, have a, have had a good game against Trey Lance in terrible weather last week. They're not stopping the Packers this week. Philadelphia Philadelphia d- is defense is isn't isn't good. Their offense might be good, but their defense is not good, and they have to face the Vikings this week. I think Justin Jefferson is just gonna burn them. So Philadelphia is a hit for me, and then Baltimore. I Baltimore has a lot of injuries, and they're going up against the Dolphins now. While I'm not high on Tua. They they're, they're probably going to be without Marcus Peters. They're missing some of their other key guys. I just wouldn't trust Baltimore's defense. So they're my other sit How about you, Jacob? Yeah.
1: For, for me, I put, you know, Philadelphia as well. I think that's pretty clear. I think Jefferson, Jeff, Justin Jefferson is like crazy good. Uh, I think he may actually be, you know, it may, you know, for those who picked Justin Jefferson before Cooper cop, you may uh, have made the right decision. Uh, it looks like he took a step forward. It looks like he's basically unhardable. Um Billy's not going to guard him. Darius Slay is good, though, right? Don't, don't forget about that. Darius Slay can play. Um, I, I, I was a big fan of him in, in Detroit. I have, I have Detroit as well, right? I think some people may be starting them because they're playing Washington. And, you know, I know Washington, I mean, put up a lot of points last week, but uh, they're going to put up a lot of get points this week. I, I think it's probably obvious not to start, start Detroit. But if you were thinking about it, please stop. Please stop. Uh, and lastly is the Chargers, right? I think the Chargers are playing the Chiefs. Chargers have a pretty good defense on on paper right they got Cleo Mack they got a, a crazy good corner I think they got another guy in the middle who can play uh they did well against the the Chargers but they're they're playing the Chiefs that's a, that's a whole different ball game both teams in this game are going to put up 30 points uh maybe 40 hopefully 50 but uh it's going to be a high scoring one for sure
0: yeah definitely don't disagree with any of those here but Unfortunately, we are out of time. The hour's almost up, so I hope Jacob and I gave you guys plenty of advice for your fantasy team this week. So I want to wish everyone the best of luck. Hopefully there are no major injuries to your team. You always hate to see that happen, Whether even if you're playing another team. I don't like to see anyone get injured. But, everyone, I want to wish you guys good luck. And before we sign off, Jacob, any last thoughts?
1: Good luck this weekend.
0: All right, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.